we should have a man on the uh, uh, telephone now that's a bearer of good news. A very wise man. It'd be man. nice to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> Pat is. Councillor Pat is. Can you hear us okay? I can, yeah. Good morning to you. Good morning to your listeners and a happy new year to you all. And the same to you, same indeed, to you. and many of them. Good There's morning, been Pat. a good news announcement for Scarf during the week. Will you give us some of the details on it, please? Pat? Yes, uh, we're delighted to, to get good news. It's always important at the start of the year to start on good news and to work away from that. Uh, I suppose uh, where this came from really is the news is that we've got 524,000, which is a substantial amount of money. And and where that came about really is, um, I suppose, collaboration with the the town team and the community council and the councillors and and the local area uh, coming together to see uh, what could be done for the town of Scarf and what are the needs of the town of Scarf. Uh, the town team have been working very much on the town square at the moment and putting plans in place to to draft, have a draft plan for the square. Uh, but a substantial amount of money is required to to bring the town forward, really. And I suppose the good thing about it is that um, regeneration funding is now available at a national level, and it is a policy of national government to help uh, regenerate uh, town centres and, and businesses uh, and get the town back up and going again. So um, working together with the council and particularly uh, the area office and Urban McMahon in the digital part of the council, DigiClare, a proposal was put forward to the government a few months ago uh, for uh, the development of the town square and associated works, uh, including car parking. Also, uh, the uh, building of an innovation hub or purchase of a, of a property for an innovation hub, uh, which would be of use to business and community. So uh, we were on tender hooks for the last few weeks, uh, knowing that the decision was soon due. And uh, lo and behold, the other night around 11 o'clock, the news started to break through that we had 524,000. So uh, I suppose that's very good news, really, for any community. A great Christmas present, really, you know, and I noticed on social media some of the people in, let's say, towns not a million miles from us are maybe a little jealous. <laughs> yes, of, co- of course they are, and there was a similar proposal in from Kilrush for a maritime centre uh, to creation. Now, look at... Um, I suppose how the regeneration funding schemes work is that there's phase one and phase two yes. uh, applications and uh, phase two is what we applied for, uh, which gives funding to actually develop plans and purchase properties to actually bring it through the planning process. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose in a year's time, we'll be looking for substantial funding on the phase one to actually develop all this. Because uh, 500,000, as anyone knows, uh, won't go a long distance in developing any business or any property now. Uh, and uh, we're talking about two to three, three or four million probably in the future to actually develop all this, st- this stuff as well. But look at the fact that we have been approved and got the first phase, uh, the phase two yes. approval gives us the, 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 the insight that it is unlikely that they're going to give us money not to. That's the progress to phase one. Not going to waste uh, so, 540 million so, or 540,000 on something that's not going to happen in the future. So, Pat, can I ask you about a bit about the process there that you, you went through? You mentioned the word collaboration and uh, I was wondering how important uh, it is to have, for instance, the likes of a community council in place to, you know, to, to 
put this kind of proposal together, you know, who would be the main players, for example, in putting a proposal like this together? I'm not um, asking you for any trade secrets. The, the, now. the, the main players <laughs> that put the most put it all together is very much the the council or the people ah, that are mm -hmm. taxed with that job. Yeah. But there isn't much point in putting something together if the community and, and and the main players and business and all don't actually want it. Sure. Uh, so that's where the role of very much of the community council and the town team, which is they working work very much together here in Scarf, mm -hmm. uh, have have come together and said, "Well, look, we fully endorse and support the project that would enhance and improve our town," and and this is where it has come out of and the support of. Uh, Morgan Lahav and his team down in the area office and the other fellow councillors, the five councillors, fully endorsed this as well from the municipal district. Uh, so it, when I say it's a collaborative approach, it's very much, um, I suppose, when an application process is a fairly detailed process. Yes. Indeed. So it, it actually means that you need professionals and that's where the council come in, uh, where they actually put this document together because... The department uh, are very, uh, the diligence is very high in terms of checking to see is this actually a viable project going forward? Mm -hmm. uh, it, does it really say what it means in the ground? And they actually send people out to check all that and, and get details and seek an awful lot of clarity. So I think. I think it's hugely beneficial and I'd like to thank our national politicians that are all uh, jockeying for positions to say they delivered it, but I suppose <laughs> the best way for me as a local politician is to say they all helped in every way to, to deliver this and, and, and it's good to have them fighting your case at a national level as well. Many, many hands make light work and that's, that's when yes. everyone works together it's amazing what you can do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, well look what I think uh, I think it's it's a template uh, that a lot of other towns and villages will be looking at going forward as well and it is one of the core elements of the rural development strategy of the country uh, of the of the department uh, but it's also one of the core strategies of their rural development strategy as well so it all links together and the key thing there is i think in the if what will really be important is in having the multi-use center in this heart of the town uh, and developing that with a car park. Uh, I don't want to go into huge detail because there are negotiations going on with, with, with property owners and things like that. Uh, uh, but I, did, I think the key yeah. thing going forward is very much working with the businesses and working with the community in Scarf to uh, the challenge to try and develop the car, the main park, uh, the town car centre there is, is a challenge because of its 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 scale and the topography of the, of the square itself like is challenging to the best of any architects or engineers as yeah. far as I can see they yeah. find it quite difficult to get that proposals that kind of meet everyone's need I know. Uh, yeah. but, but I think the multi-service centre will really be a game changer for the town of Scarf where small businesses will be able to come in something similar to what is up in an assignment where they have their uh, centre in the heart of the town where people come in and are able to not, a business mightn't have the financial need uh, will to actually be able to have offices themselves but can actually use and rent the offices of the council and take long-term lets uh, from the council as well. So I think it will bring business back into the heart of the town uh, and it'll also that that's always good for, uh, for business as well. 
And instead, a business centre like that would have a very high-speed, uh, reliable internet connection, which is kind of well, fundamental. Well, that's very much part of it. And uh, I'm not, I, I suppose part of the, the thing as well was, was, and I think it might all already be on the rollout, not sure whether it's finalised, is that the whole town of Scarf is Wi-Fi enabled. Uh, so yeah. that uh, anyone that comes into the town of Scarf uh, in their own, their own device will be now part of uh, a greater uh, scheme where, uh, and that's that was a proposal in advance of this anyway. Yes. Uh, and I'm not 100% sure whether it's fully been enabled or not yet, but it is something that's very much due shortly mm-hmm. to, to have the whole town mm-hmm. Wi-Fi enabled so that people come in and can do their business, particularly visitors that want to park up in the town and, and they have instant connection. And have a cup of coffee or something like that or have lunch or whatever. Yes, that's yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it'll be free, so, uh, free to use as well. Sorry, it'll be free to use, for example, for tourists or. Oh yes, yeah, so well, I think the whole idea. I suppose if you're looking at the bigger picture here for Scarf and Tim Rainey and all this area in East Clare, is uh, the development of the bridge in Killaloo, uh, when that will start during the year, um, will now open up the whole of East Clare, uh, and and make it far more accessible. But the total emphasis uh, by the council uh, in Holy Island and Lockdurg and Inishkelter and all that, uh, and the development of a tourism product around Mount Shannon and East Clare will really put Scarf Chungrani in the heart of it. And I think this proposal is very much in line with that uh, to try and make sure that we Scarf uh, uh, benefits from the development of tourism and the more people that will come to East Clare. It's, it's brilliant news, really. So it's onwards and upwards for everyone in the the community. Yes, it is. It is. But let me tell you, uh, while it's it's great news, it brings us challenges as well yeah. to get us right. Uh, and I think that's where I would ask that the the businesses in Scarf uh, would very much be to the fore here. Uh, that whatever will be developed in the town square. While the hope will be very much for people coming in and living, the actual physical environment of the town square in relation to footpaths and pedestrian crossing and pedestrian uh, parking and all that sort of thing. Uh, And I think the key here is to, uh, at present, while it's a lovely town, if you're crossing this heart of a there between the market and to the chemist or to the post office, it's quite difficult at the moment. And all that, that area needs to be redeveloped in, in a more uh, consumer-friendly area. Well, uh, the challenge, anyway, the challenge with that is to try and, and manage the traffic, which because it's a it's like a, a central core uh, roundabout. Scarif is a roundabout for East Clare. In some senses. Well, traditionally it was always a good market town and it'd be great to see it, yes. uh, I suppose, um, regaining that status again, you know, to, for all the businesses here to be win-win for everyone, you know. Pat, there was other things I wanted to talk to you about, but the clock is going to beat us to it, you know, but maybe for another day, you know, we're coming up to very important centenary year this year and uh, I suppose you'll have more than a passing interest in it and things like that. Yeah. Well, I must say, um, sometimes I'm, sometimes we've been critical. A lot of people have said, gosh, there was nothing on television for the Christmas. Yeah. But in fact, uh, I sat back last night to watch the, the documentary, uh, I don't know what they call it, documentary or, uh, on the treaty. And it was a most enjoyable presentation and a very professionally done program. And it gave a great insight to the ordinary people that mightn't have been following history and weren't fully aware 
uh, as people know, I've been very much involved in the East Clare Memorial yes, Commission. Yes. We've been involved in, 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 in preserving the memories and trying to make sure that people are fully aware we're coming into a more challenging time now, but I think it's equally important that people fully make themselves aware of the history around it all. And I suppose that's where we, 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 we've, we've become our democracy has come out of that really and uh, and I suppose that's where we are now and when we're announcing money and things like that today 100 years on uh, it's part of the, the learning process to become a nation and uh, it's good that people would look look back and, and assess it as well and one would hope that civil war politics are well if not fully buried getting closer to being buried at this stage well, yes, but it's always no harm to forget where you come from oh, either. Like it's, it's, it's always an important element. I, I would contend it's, it's it's equally important not to forget where you came from. Well, remember, uh, and, remember and, it. And, and yeah. not, to, not to forget your roots either. Yeah, and we're not celebrating any side or anything like that, but just... Uh, just no, no, I didn't, no, I'm not. I'm not making that point. But I know, I know. I, I, either side that you fell on in terms of the treaty, it's important not to forget that either. But look, at, times are changing completely in the political field and yeah. uh, it's a whole new... Uh, politics is a whole new... Across Europe and across everywhere, it's all coalitions and it's all amalgamations and it's all that and it'll all be part of that now going forward for a long time, I think. The new norm. Pat, we'll leave it at that. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us here. Yeah, on well, 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 I wish Scarf and Mo all the best in the match today as yes. well. And again, like everything else, uh, I'd like to thank Scarf Bay Radio for the opportunity during COVID for people to get involved and to listen to particularly the sporting element of it and all that. Uh, you've been a real godsend to an awful lot of people and there's no harm to say that here today so well, thanks again to everyone yeah thanks for that thank Pat. and we'd like to thank you and your colleagues for the in the Clare County Council for the support that you've given us over the couple of years it's been reassuring to us and it helps us to go onwards and upwards so yeah, <laughs> yeah. thanks indeed Pat okay we've just thank you, Pat. Slam, slam. Slam.